Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast, where we, the seekers, unite together to step into our higher selves and highest purpose. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm glad that we have found each other here today. My aim for this show is to give you some tools and strategies along with the awareness of emotional intelligence and intuition as you create a life and business from alignment, creating more joy and fulfillment every single day. Welcome to the show today. Thank you for inviting me along your journey. Whatever it is that you're doing, happy to be along your ride with you. Let's chat about business. I haven't actually had a business conversation here on the podcast too much, just with the direction of where I've been going this year of really helping women with their alignment and specifically women in business. And so a lot of my work is still mentoring around business, but from a different perspective, which is getting women in alignment with their true authentic self connected to their higher self so that they are in alignment for all of that action that they're putting forth. And our intuition is a huge part of our alignment work. In fact, my first business, my fitness business was built solely on my intuition. I started that back in 2011 before the Instagram days, before podcasts were what they are, before we were exposed to all the wonderful mentors and influences that we can have in our life to help us on our journey. And it wasn't until 2015 when I, where I started coming across people who were actually teaching business. And so I had to rely on what felt really good for me and how I wanted to build my business. And I had noticed over the past five, six years where I was doing solely strategy and execution-based type of business coaching, that there were some patterns that were coming up in some of the clients that I was working with, where I could teach them all the strategy and execution in the world. But if they weren't able to harness their intuition and find their alignment through their own inner voice, then the execution wasn't effective. And This was really the whole reason why I made a a big shift and pivot this year from finding my alignment again after falling out of it at the end of 2019 and then seeing this pattern with some of my clients and realizing I can't just teach strategy if people aren't even in alignment with their true self because it's either not going to give them the result that they want or they're going to end up burnt out or feeling completely disconnected from themselves which is not what I wanted to see within my clients. And so I found that by teaching them how to find their alignment and tap into their true authentic self, their higher self, harness their intuition, then everything they were doing in their business just flowed so much easier. And so I guess you could still say that I do business coaching. It's just from a different perspective. I work mainly with women in business and it's pretty cool now because I've been able to open up into uh, women in other businesses outside of an online business or outside of a fitness business. I have women who run um, hair salons. I have women who run construction companies. I have all sorts of women who are in all these different niches. And it's cool because I get to be able to use this work for them, not just on like the strategy execution side of business. 
And so today in my conversation, I want to talk about three ways that you can harness your intuition to help you within your business. And these are three things that have become highly important within myself, especially this year with the transition of my business and everything that, that's been happening there. And so first, let's let's talk about what your intuition is. And so your intuition is the fourth part of your whole self. It's part of your spiritual self. Shamanic philosophy teaches us that there, there is our whole self, this concept that we are not just our body, we're not just our mind, we're not just our emotions, but we have all these different parts of ourselves. And if any of them are out of alignment or fragmented or um, affected through trauma or cognitive distortions or lack of connection with ourself, then we cannot tap in to our true authentic self. And so there's five parts of the whole self that I'll go over here quickly, and then we'll really deep dive into intuition because it gives us some context for this conversation. And so the first part of the whole self is our physical self. It's our body. It's our systems. It's our organs. It's our fleshy meat suit that we get to inhabit inside so that we can actually show up within the physical world. Without our bodies, there would be nothing physical about us. The second part of the whole self is our mental self. So it's the mind. It's the conscious and subconscious parts of the mind that we have for our thinking patterns. It's also where our judgments and our opinions and the stories that we have of how the world should be or what we think is good or bad or right or wrong. That's what the mind does. It creates stories and a mental map of how to show up within your world. The third part of the whole self is your emotional self. So it's how you feel the experience that you're having. The mental self is also highly influenced. Sorry, the emotional self is also highly influenced by our mental self. So the thoughts you think will affect your emotions and your emotions will affect your thoughts. Everything is interconnected here. I'm talking about individual parts, but they all affect each other. The fourth part of our mental self is our spiritual or intuitive self. Some people would call this your deep knowing aspect of yourself. Some people call this your gut feeling that you get. And our intuitive or spiritual self is really connected to our physical, mental, and emotional self for us to be able to tap into those different parts to be able to tell and guide ourselves as to what is for us and what is not. And a lot of people have become disconnected from their intuitive self because of the distortion from their physical, mental, or emotional self. The the fifth part of our whole self is our self-expression. So how our physical, mental, emotional, and intuitive self come out in the world. If we have a stable, grounded, loving, peaceful inner environment, then our self-expression will come out that way. If we have a traumatized, disrupted, so many cognitive distortions, then our self-expression will show up that way as well. And so knowing how to work with all of ourselves, all these five parts, knowing how to create wholeness with each individual one will allow us to create wholeness of our true self. 
how we show up in the world and how we want to show up in the world. I talk about this in my book. It's all in the first chapter for understanding our whole self. I'm going to plug my book right here. It's followthejoybook.com. I've been talking about it through all my episodes and you're going to continue to hear me talking about it because it's what is most prevalent in my life and pouring myself into this book and everything that I've been through and experienced for the past 16 years, learning how do we heal ourselves on all these different levels, our physical self, our mental self, our emotional self, opening up our intuition so that our best, truest, highest self shows up from that expression in our life. And we can create from a space of alignment as opposed to lack of alignment. So your intuition is that fourth part of your whole self. It is that spiritual self. It is connected to God, divine, spirit, universe, whatever word you want to insert here is perfect for you. I do believe that it is also connected to our higher self. So that best version of ourself, the part that lives in love, the part that lives in joy, the part that lives in peace, the part that is connected to the all-knowing God, spirit, universe, divine, um, however you want to state that for yourself. I also believe that our intuition is connected to our most true, authentic version of ourself, the part of ourself that isn't inhibited by our ego, the part of ourself that doesn't think in black or white context as this is all good or all bad, the part of us that comes from our heart space, the part of us that wants connection with others, the part of us that wants to show up as a pure, free, whole being. And so when we are able to open up our intuition, this is when we receive guidance from our highest self for what is for our highest good. And then tie that with your fifth part of your whole self, which is your expression. I truly believe, and you don't have to agree with me, but just through my own experiences and the people that I've worked with, we cannot show up as the full expression of ourselves if we are not tapped into our intuition and connected to that higher version of ourselves. It will be impossible. We'll be running from the ego at that point. The ego part of us is the scarcity part of us. It is the lack-minded part of us. It is rooted in fear, whereas intuition and higher self is rooted in love. And so over time, we have this ego mind that is really just overdeveloped through thinking that we need to always protect ourselves or compete with others to get ahead, or that we need to hold ourselves back or play small or stay in our comfort zone, as opposed to learning how to tap into our intuition and connect more with our higher selves and lean more into things from a space of love, from deep knowing, from trust. And so I've found three really key, uh, we'll talk about the three ways to use this in your business, but I've also found through my own experience, there are three ways that our intuition can become very suppressed, or it can be really hard to hear our intuition. Um, the first one is inflammation within the body. And this is going to tie back into our, the other parts of our whole self. And so I, I've been through quite a health journey. I've talked about it a little bit here on the show, um, but I was sick for about five years in varying stages throughout those five years. But when I was at my worst, we'll say, 
I couldn't hear my intuition. And it was actually my intuition going away or at least being diminished where I noticed that something was wrong with my health. I couldn't hear myself. I didn't know what was a true yes for the the decisions I was making. I found myself only logically making decisions, but not really knowing if that was true for me. It's kind of like, as an example, let's say you go on a job interview and the job interview sounds awesome. Like logically, it sounds great. The the position sounds good. The pay sounds good. Sounds like the right kind of hours that you want to work. And there's some, but there's something that you can't quite explain where you're like, this just doesn't feel good. And so a lot of the times our intuition will compete or go against what we may logically be thinking. And so when we base our decisions solely from a logic perspective, we can be left with a sense of unsettledness and uncertainty for the decisions that we're making, which can bring up a lot of anxiety in our life because we're just not sure whether we're making the right decisions or going in the right direction that we want. And so when I was starting to get sick in those early days back in 2016, like I couldn't hear myself. I could, I downloads weren't coming, insights weren't coming. I was just solely looking at things from logical. This makes sense on paper, but I don't know <laughs> that type of thing. And so when our physical bodies have inflammation within them or dis ease within our systems, it's going to create what I can only call as a blocked or foggy channel for intuition to come through. The other thing I found with blocking intuition is having too much content in our life. So whenever I'm listening to too many podcasts or taking too many courses or reading too many books or watching too much TV, like when there's too much coming in me and my mental mind is being used too much, I find that it shuts me down. It blocks my intuition. And there's been many times where I've had to do like a content detox where like I stop listening to podcasts, I stop watching TV, I stop reading books, I stop everything. And either I'll be out in nature in silence by myself or I'll bring a lot of music into my life if I'm looking to put something in my ears. The third thing that I've noticed that really blocks intuition is having no space in my life. So if, if I feel like my calendar is way too full or there's just like too many to do's or the schedule is just too tight or I've said yes to too many things and I don't have space to just be with myself or feel like I have that space to recharge and allow my intuition to come through because there's just too much coming at me, I find that it can be diminished that way. Uh, one thing I really noticed and that I need to be mindful of is on the weeks that we have Joe's kids. So every other week, my schedule is different because we have Joe's kids every other week. And so there's different priorities, different focuses, different tasks. There's two other humans that Joe and I have to take care of. And that means two different school schedules. It means getting lunches ready. It means having very structured meals and preparing big dinners and running around to whether it's like hockey or basketball or football or taking Claire to babysitting and like all, all the things with kids. Right. And I noticed on the um, busier or high productive days like that, my intuition can get bogged down a little bit. And so what I've been doing to counteract that is making sure I'm not taking in a lot of content those days. 
I've even changed around my schedule where um, I'm not actually recording podcasts um, on the weeks that we have the kids. Um, there, my group calls are not set up on the weeks that we have the kids, and I've given myself more space within that just to help myself be more present with myself and be able to tap into my intuition. And so our intuition is so valuable because it gives us insights into our lives that we can't consciously and logically tap into. Our higher self, which as I said, is connected to what is greater than us, whatever you feel that might be for you. I believe that maybe not all of us, but most of us feel like there is something greater than just this human experience. I don't believe that we just die and that's it. You know, I believe that there is an energy source that we are continuously hooked up to. But if and when we can learn to tap into our intuition, we tap into that higher energy source and our higher self is connected to that higher energy source. And so our higher self knows what is for our highest good, whereas our logical mind, which can be very ego based, very fear based, doesn't know that it's not tapped into that. And so for myself, I know my intuition is so valuable for everything that I do and the decisions that I make, especially in business. And so this, let's go over those three ways that I feel like, like this can really help you in your business. The first one is your schedule. Kind of just talked about it a second ago, but let's go more in depth with this. I've also done podcast episodes in the past talking about uh, rearranging your schedule differently or theming your days so you're not doing too many things on one day. Um, and I don't really want to talk about that in this episode, but I want to talk about evaluating your schedule. If we are doing too many things. So, and then I'm specifically talking to business owners here because we have control over our schedule. And as much as you maybe don't think that you do because it's set up a certain way or clients are set up a certain way, I want to let you know, and I do want to give you permission here on this episode that you do have control over that. You can shift around your schedule. Just because you've been doing something one way forever or for years or because you think that your clients are used to that doesn't mean that you have to continue that moving forward. One of the reasons why I started a business was to have freedom and flexibility over my schedule so that I could make the decisions that I wanted over where my time was being spent. But I also know how easily we can fall into a mindset of thinking we need to work nine to five Monday to Friday or being afraid to change things with clients because of what they might think or how they might feel. But the reality is if we are not setting up our schedules to work best for us first and foremost, I know myself, I can't show up as the highest version of myself through that full expression of my whole self if my needs are not being met first. And so some of the things I want you to look at is, um, you know, where in your schedule are you doing your admin? Where in your schedule in a given week are your clients? Where is the space in your schedule on a given week that you're giving to yourself? It's important not to fill our time with busy work all the time or to fill our time with clients all the time. 
And now I know there's probably someone listening to this going, well, Sarah, if I'm not working, then I'm not making money. I had a conversation with a client last month um, talking about this very thing where just based on her schedule, she had she basically, you know, got up and got her kids ready and, you know, ran to the she's she owns a studio, a fitness studio. She would go to the studio, be training clients all the time, you know, running errands, grabbing her kids, coming home and like just had no space for herself. And what we started to do was look at her schedule and be able to find the time where she could take an afternoon or a morning off to herself. What she did within this time can vary. Maybe she gets her own workout in. Um, maybe she wants to sign up for a yoga class. Maybe she wants to go spend time in a park. Maybe she just wants to spend time at home. Maybe she wants to like sit and do nothing with herself or go to a cafe or whatever it is, have lunch or dinner with a friend. There are always ways for us to be able to create space within our schedule and be able to set our schedule up to work with us so that when we have the space and freedom, we allow that intuition to come in. And so what we did in her case was we found a Wednesday afternoon where she had to move a couple clients to different areas. Um, she had to stop one of her group classes that night, which weren't really filling up anyways. So it wasn't a big deal. And those um, clients went into other classes and just giving her that space. And it was a beautiful break halfway through her week as well. So she had that space to be able to recharge and then go back into the, the second half of her week. And it's interesting, within two weeks of her implementing that, she noticed a tr like transformative. So she found that her nervous system came down a bit, meaning she wasn't having like racing thoughts. Um, she didn't feel like she had to be on the go all the time. She took up a better meditation, a longer meditation practice within that space. She was more calm and present with her kids and her family being at home. And she actually felt like she really wanted to show up within her business on, you know, a sandwich between this time within her schedule. And so sometimes we don't realize the power of taking space for ourselves and rearranging our schedule in a way that works for us. And above all of this, what it did was open up her intuition and it opened up her creativity more. And she's come up with this awesome program idea um, where she's actually going to be making more money from this one program as opposed to the time that she had to take away from this Wednesday afternoon. And so sometimes we feel, and I'm going to repeat this because I know I have been there. Sometimes we feel like we are stuck in the schedule that we have created. Sometimes we feel like we don't want to let people down or just always the way that we've done something. But the reality is if it's not working for you, it's not working for you. And what this will do will help you open up your intuition, but we also need to get quiet with ourselves and ask ourselves what's not working for us right now. What needs to shift? What area of my schedule am I not enjoying right now? Where do I feel like maybe the walls close in on me? And is it something I'm doing? Is it way that is it the way my schedule is set up? Is it because I'm doing 20 different things in a day and I just feel like I have no space mentally and also physically. And so getting quiet with ourselves and asking ourselves, and I even like to ask the question, like, what would my higher self do here? What would bring out the best in me? 
if I was to change my schedule? What about my schedule makes me resentful? What about my schedule drains my energy? Being able to tap into this and listen to yourself, listen for what comes up can be very transformative for the actions that you need to take moving forward. And hey, if your schedule is working for you and you feel great, awesome. Awesome. The second way that we can tap into and use our intuition is looking at our business model or the services that we have set up within it. And so I had to do this last year. Um, It was the reason for all of this pivoting this year was I tapped into myself and had a look at the way the way I was coaching, what I was coaching in how I felt showing up within my marketing message and just the day-to-day of how my business was running. And so a business model, if, if just for some context, if that confused, that, that language confuses you, a business model is how the business is set up. And so a business model has services or offers or what people pay you for. A business model has marketing streams. So whether that's email list, whether that's like a podcast, whether that's a YouTube channel, um, a blog, um, and, uh, email marketing, all, any of your lead generation and marketing streams, the way a business model is set up is how you do sales, how you do sales consultations, or maybe it's a buy now button on a website or people come in to see you or you get on a call, that type of thing, how you close your leads. So it's basically when someone runs from your business from like when they first find you to how they start working with you and onboarding within a service, that's a business model. And business models can look different. There isn't just one way to do it, but it's finding what's going to work for you. And my big aha last year was, I don't want to coach business strategy anymore. And one of the hard things that came up was that I didn't want to run a business with Joe anymore. It wasn't who is my fiance, if no one listening to this knows. And we've been running our business for five or six years together up until that point. And so it wasn't Joe in and of himself, but it was the direction I wanted to go in, which was helping women with what I'm doing now. And it was also the vibe and feel and control I wanted over branding, um, which I felt like there was a part of me that always had to compromise um, because I was running a business with a masculine male. And so the like soft, neutral, natural colors that I have within my brand now, they didn't jive with Joe. So I felt like there was from both of us and we had this conversation together. We both felt like we were compromising a piece of ourselves um, to work together. And so getting quiet with myself and recognizing and hearing my intuition for this made me scrap the entire business model I was in, made me scrap my business partner, made me scrap all the services I was doing, my messaging and the problem that I helped people with. And if I hadn't have given myself space, which I did the summer of 2021, Um, I looked at my schedule and I decided I was going to free my schedule for three weeks in August because I wanted space just to sit with myself and listen to myself and see what came up. Because if we're always busy, sometimes we just can't hear ourselves. And I just needed to tap back into that intuition. And so when it comes to everything that's running in your business or the services that you have, 
I want you to ask yourself a few questions. Number one, how are they working for you? How are they working for you? So the way that you market, maybe the platforms that you use, how is that working for you? And when I say this, I, I say this because I had an experience last year as well in 2021 where I was locked out of Instagram and Facebook um, for three weeks in the middle of a launch. So if anybody doesn't know what a launch is, it's a three or four week container where you are solely marketing for a specific program that starts and sales open up and then you know the sales close and you start your program. And so it's a very immersive container to be able to generate leads, make sales and you know get awesome customers and clients into your programs. And so I was locked out of social media and I recognized um many different things which I won't go into all of them here on the podcast but one of the things that really came up was being able to to have success in my launch by not using social media because I have a very healthy email list with a great open rate, a great click-through rate, and it's very responsive. And I was able to hit, hit our income goals with just my email list, which made me realize how much time I was spending on social media and that I didn't need to put as much weight into it as possible. Now, if you don't have an email list, use social media to build your email list and then maybe look to step away from that if that's what you want. Um, but like nowadays, you'll see me not show up on social media the way maybe you you, you used to if you've, um, if you've uh, seen me uh, on social media for a while. It's because my email list will um, get more sales for me than social media will. And I realize how much social media drains my energy more than anything, especially with the the space I'm in right now this fall with my book. Like I've gone a couple of weeks without showing up on social media or I'll only post something like once a week. And that's, that's okay for me. Like it do, it's not doing anything destructive for my business at this point. So um, my email list is where you will find me um, a few times per week, generating awesome content for you there. And so, and the other thing that I realized during that was that I wasn't going to be on Facebook anymore. In fact, I didn't get my Facebook account back and I tried for like two weeks, but it's it was a big hassle. And long story short, someone hacked into an old email account of mine and changed a bunch of things within my um, within my social media platforms. And so I actually decided to let Facebook go. And so I wasn't going to be showing up on two different platforms and diffusing my energy too much. And so... Uh, Instagram is the only social media platform that I show up on. And it works for me when I want it to work for me. And so asking yourself, like, what's working for you in your business and maybe what's not or where you feel like your energy is diffused too much? Because sometimes we don't need all the things. And sometimes using all the things actually inhibits us from really centering our energy in one directional force to make that thing work the best for us. The other question I want you to ask yourself when it comes to your business model or your services is, do you still love them? Do you still love them? Like, are you in love with the service you're providing? Are you in love with the results that's giving? Are you in love with the program? Are you in love with the content that you need to show up and like teach or coach within? And for myself, recognizing falling out of love with marketing coaching, 
I realized it was time to move on and to shift. And I, and for you, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to scrap your whole business like I did, but maybe look to bring in something new and refreshing that feels really good for you. So getting quiet with yourself and like asking yourself, like, am I like in love with this? And I want you to look at this from a relationship context. And so if you've ever been in a relationship and you have felt that love die or you have felt that disconnection from that love, what happens? You don't focus on it. You don't go above and beyond. You don't care to even like think about it and how to make it better or grow with it or make it work for you. You check out. You check out emotionally. And so I was finding that with my coaching. I was finding myself checked out. And I hate that feeling with business because one of my core values is integrity, which is why I have pivoted and shifted so much. Because when I fall out of love with something, that is highly out of integrity for me to keep showing up and coaching a client in that because I know my best self and my best coaching does not come through. And that reflects in the results that my clients get. The other question I want you to ask yourself is kind of what I tied into what I just said here is, do you enjoy showing up in the things that you're doing in your business or the services that you have? Like tap into that. See what comes up for you. Ask yourself, do I love showing and do I get excited to show up in them? Am I looking forward to show up, showing up in them? Do I love the people that I have in them and the people that I'm attracting into them? Am I creative and innovative with the things that I have in my business? Because if we're not, then we need to ask, how can I bring more of myself into this? How can I get excited for the things that are in my business? How can I get excited to show up more? What needs to shift and change? And we can't be afraid of evolving our business. We can't be afraid of shifting things because like what I just said, that full wholehearted, energetic, magnetic expression of you will not show up to make it a success. There's so much energetics that goes into business and things that I cannot explain. Whenever I have felt myself disconnecting or falling out of a falling out of love with a piece of my business or a service in my business or my business altogether, the leads stop coming in. Like, and no matter how much I may show up and even show up more and like push my message more, it doesn't happen. And so we feel energy. People can feel when you're like in it. People can feel when you are excited about it. People can feel like feel it when it is an expression of who you are. And so if our businesses don't ex, 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 exude that, then the results are going to be hard to bring in as well, especially, especially those of us that run personal brands. Those of us that run personal brands, your business is an expression of you. Who you are is the business, your personality, your lifestyle, your likes, your interests, your transformation is your business. And so if we are out of love or not enjoying any piece of that, that shines through. And sometimes we don't realize the lack of connection that we have with some things until we can get quiet with ourselves and ask ourselves those questions and tap into our intuition to see what our higher self is saying, 
and be able to connect with our emotional self and connect with our mental self and connect with the energy of our physical self and ask, is the full expression of myself showing up here? Because if it's not, maybe it's time for some changes. And the third thing that we can tap into our intuition with for our business is our pricing. Ooh, the topic of pricing. It's always a juicy one with my clients, even like all through my business coaching days. There can be so much confusion around pricing. There can be so much like looking at other people's business and trying to compare for pricing. There can be just this unease of like, well, I want to charge this, but I don't know if I should. And I don't want to overcharge. So people say no, but I don't want to undervalue myself and just like all the, all the things, right? Like if you are a business owner and you put a price on something to be sold and people need to buy it, I know that you have had this conversation go through your mind. And so the one thing about pricing when it comes to our intuition is that it has to feel good for you. It has to feel good. And now there can be a conversation around pricing about limiting beliefs and lack of self-worth. And I, I, don't want to bring that into this conversation. I solely just want to talk about your intuition and what feels good for you. What feels good, not from the ego of scarcity where you're like, ah, well, I'm afraid people won't pay for this, so I'm not going to charge that much. Or you feel like you want to just undervalue yourself so that you like beat the competition. All of that stuff is ego focused. With our intuition, we're tapping into our higher self. And so, you know, if I was to put a price on this that felt the best for me, where I know that I was valuing myself and where I know that it wasn't too much of a conversation with other people, in other people's minds about this. It has to feel good. And when something feels good for you, it feels like it's ease, like you just want to charge this. And so when it comes to your pricing, something that has really helped me is writing down three different prices. And so there's usually the price of like what my scarcity ego mindset would say, like, ah, like I, I, I know that this will be like an absolute no brainer for absolutely anybody, like kind of the dirt cheap price, we could call it. You can put that number on. And then I, your other two higher numbers, I want you to tap into if I was to put two other numbers that were higher than my dirt cheap price, what would those two numbers be? And sit with yourself with those three of those numbers and see what feels best for you. I can't tell you exactly what that feels like. I can't tell you exactly what will come through, but I can tell you how your intuition is going to talk to you in a few different ways. And everybody's intuition is different. So your intuition can talk to you through just a gut knowing. It's just a feeling. Like you, there's nothing that you, there's, there's something you can't explain. You know, when we have those like, oh, I knew I should have done that. Or my gut told me I should do this. That's your, that's your deep knowing. That's, that's a feeling. Your intuition can also talk to you through visualizations in your mind. So you could see something. Your intuition can talk to you through music where maybe there was a, a number or a lyric that like just all of a sudden like popped out in music or a movie or a TV show. And like, you can't quite put your finger on it, but you're like, oh, like that really stood out to me. Your intuition can talk to you through words in a book or an article or 
maybe even like on a social media post or something, your intuition can talk to you through license plate numbers. Your intuition can talk to you through numbers somewhere out in public that you see, or maybe it was like a number on a house or the number of a highway or something like that. Your intuition can also talk to you through uh, a voice that you hear coming through. So maybe there was just like a whisper that you heard within you where you're like, oh, yeah, like that, like that makes sense. And so our intuition is different for everyone. Um, your intuition can talk to you in maybe a couple different ways. So, for example, for me, I have found my intuition talk to me through songs. I have, heard, I have felt my intuition through deep knowings. Um, I see, I'm a very visual person. So in like my mind's eye, I will see something. Um, and I've heard like, had an, I like an idea or a download, like drop in and I hear something and it just feels good for me. Like it just, it's that deep knowing of like, yep, that's the answer. And so when you write down these three different prices, walk away from them, like walk away from them and just see what comes into your awareness or into your mind's eye or into a feeling within you as to what feels good for you. But the key to this is making sure that you're giving yourself space, making sure that you're fueling your body right and you don't have too much inflammation in your body, making sure you're not taking in too much content and too much logic coming into you. All those things at the beginning of this episode that I said can block our intuition so that you have that clear channel so that you can hear and listen to yourself. Because as I was saying, there's so much energetics that goes into business. And if you're pricing based on logic or you're pricing because she has this price on her program too, that is not in alignment for your highest self. And the only way that we can know what our true alignment is, is by tapping into our intuition and knowing what is good for us. And sometimes if you've never used your intuition for business, it can take time. Like it can, it can take time to harness this skill. And so if it doesn't happen for you right away, like don't, don't freak out, just practice it and making, making sure that you're, you know, fueling your physical body, right. You're not taking in too much content and you're actually giving yourself space. It's a relationship of communication that we need to build. Just like anything you start dating someone for the first time. Yes, you can verbally communicate with someone and hear them. But if you've been with anybody in a long-term relationship, you'll be able to pick up on those subtle clues or those energetic shifts in them or just the tone of languaging. And you'll be able to know what type of a mood they're in or if they're holding something back or if there's just something not right. You become very intuitive and in tune with the other person. And this is what we need to do with our intuition as well. We need to learn how to tune in. We need to learn how to listen to how that intuition communicates with us. We need to learn to build a relationship with our intuitive and spiritual self so that we know what that guidance is for us. And then when you build a business from your intuition and be able to rely on your intuition for what feels good for you, whoo, like look out because your business will take off and it will feel so good and you won't be questioning yourself as much and you won't live in this state of uncertainty or low-grade anxiety that I have felt by having my intuition blocked on and off for those five years when you know I was really sick and going through a lot of things. For myself this year with rebuilding and and the everything, all the shifts I've done, 
has been solely from intuition. There's nothing, obviously logic and my mental comes into it. Obviously, we need to make sure things logically make sense too. But my book was an intuitive hit. Um, I created a quiz at the beginning of the year. How high is your vibe? That was an intuitive hit that came through. My Simply Aligned event, that was an intuitive hit. I had no plans at the beginning of this year as to what my business would be. But everything that has unfolded has just been from my intuition. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. That's a download that came through. That's a vision that I saw. That came through in my dreams, which is, by the way, another way your intuition can talk with you. Um, deciding to pair my book launch with my Simply Aligned event. That was a vision that came through. And so when we can learn to trust, and this is why it's building that relationship with ourselves so that we actually trust our intuition. And the more that we follow it and the more that we see we're getting these extraordinary results that happen in an aligned manifestation cycle, this is when we've just learned to go with the flow of life. We don't feel like we're swimming upstream all the time. Our intuition needs to come into play if we're going to manifest in alignment because you need to know what is in alignment for you. And that comes through from your intuitive and spiritual self. If if intuition piques your curiosity, if you want to learn more about intuition, if you want to learn how to connect with your higher self, if you want to know the difference between the voice and the actions and the behaviors of your ego self versus your higher self, um, if you want to learn more about the aligned manifestation cycle and learn how to tap into our intuition to know what aligned action we should take, this is a huge part of my book, Follow the Joy, which is coming out on November 21st. Pre-orders are open now. If you want to go, um, you'll get a discount on pricing. And then I also have a free course that I'm going to give um, with anybody who pre-orders the book, followthejoybook.com. If you are looking to learn more about intuition and also be in a community of women. I have my Simply Aligned event coming up. Rachel Benton, who is like the intuition queen, she's going to be there speaking about intuition. She's going to help you tap into your intuition. She's going to go more in depth about how your intuition talks to you. She's going to go more in depth about how to know it's your intuition talking to you versus like your logical brain. Um, so my Simply Aligned event is happening November 18th. It's a Friday. It's a whole day event. Uh, we're also going to be doing some breath work, working on your nervous system. We're also going to be doing a breath work that taps into visioning that can create so much clarity for yourself that can open up ideas and downloads and insights to come through for what is right for you. We're also going to be doing a sound bowl healing meditation, which is fantastic um, for clearing intuition and creating that clear channel as well, um, along with a whole bunch of other cool stuff. And you'll also get a free copy of my book, Follow the Joy, if you come to the Simply Aligned event. That's happening in Burlington on Friday, November 18th. You can go to simplysarah.com forward slash aligned for all of that. I have early bird pricing open right now, which ends at the end of October. So if you're looking to get some discount on the ticket registration, make sure you go buy your ticket before the end of October. And all of the links that I said here are obviously in the show notes and you can grab those. So I hope this episode has served you here today and that you can either tap into your intuition with your pricing or your business model and services or even your schedule for how you want to show up within your business. I know that it will serve you greatly as it has for me and it will create so much more of a flow and an ease with how you are running and showing up in your business. All right, my friends, until next time.
Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysara.com, is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.